0: Welcome to episode 121 of the Fitness Simplified podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, I've got a controversial subject for you, the scale. Is it a useful tool for weight loss and weight management, or should you avoid it at all costs? Lots to say about this. Let's go. Hotly debated question today, should you weigh yourself? Ah, should. You know my feelings about not shoulding all over yourself. This is definitely a case of it depends and most of what it depends on is you. What you want, how you're affected by the scale, your preferences. In discussing this scale, we also have to consider how one is using the scale. Used improperly, anything can be a tool of destruction. So hammers. Hammers are great. They serve a definite purpose, right? Like I want to put this nail in my wall here to hang this pretty picture on. A hammer would be awesome. They could also be used to bash in a window. So it's not that a hammer is a good tool or a bad tool, but it's the use of the hammer that's appropriate and useful or not. Same thing with the scale. So Let's start with a discussion of why you might want to weigh yourself, and then we'll chat through proper and improper usage of the scale. Cool? All right, so why might you want to weigh yourself? There is research that supports the idea that daily self-weighing can be a useful tool for successful weight management. I'll pop some references for you in the show notes. So it can be useful both for losing weight and maintaining that weight loss. And this makes intuitive sense to me. Think about your money and think about your time. Let's talk about time. Don't you make better use of your time when you're clear on how much time you have for a certain task? So my kiddo took the PSATs recently for the first time. And like many kids her age, in fact, I'd say most kids her age, she does not wear a wristwatch. Her watch is her phone. And of course, in a test like the PSATs, there's no technology allowed during the exam. And as it happened, the room she was testing in did not have a functioning clock. So she really struggled to manage her time for the test because she had no feedback on her current situation. How much time had passed? How much time was left? It was hard for her to make informed choices about how much time to spend on a particular question because she lacked that feedback. And I see the scale similarly. It gives us feedback when used correctly, it gives us useful feedback that can help us gauge our progress and make long-term decisions. Of course, we should note that the scale is not an appropriate tool for everyone. Specifically, people with eating disorders should consult their medical team to talk about using the scale. And if you're a person who practices the things that I'm going to talk to you here today about how to use the scale appropriately and you struggle to, um, after a period of time, put these principles into practice and the scale is still really um, making or breaking your mood for the day, it's making or breaking your ability to stay on your plan, it would likely be a good idea for you to put the scale away for a period of time. So I've many times over the years asked clients to stop weighing because they did struggle to moderate their emotions around the scale, even after guided practice for many weeks, usually several months on end, and they were still struggling to moderate their reaction to the scale, in which case you might be, if that's you, be a better candidate for not weighing at all. My preference for people is either not weighing or weighing and practicing moderating your emotions around the scale, not living somewhere in that middle zone where you weigh and it's great when the scale goes the way you want and it's terrible when it doesn't um, or kind of bouncing back and forth between I'm weighing, I'm not weighing. So if you can't moderate your emotions around the scale, let's have you put it away for a good couple of months. And then you can try practicing again at another time. So we're going to talk in a little bit about what you would be practicing, but let's talk about another reason why you might want to weigh yourself. And that is to break the hold the scale has on you to step away from the fear you have of the scale. Yes, weighing when done properly can do that. I see it all the time. Uh, Lauren is an alumni of my menopause weight loss course and a current member of my Aging Stronger Society monthly membership. And she has totally transformed her relationship with the scale in the last six months. And I'm gonna quote her here. She um, said this on our group call that we had last week. I quote, I was really apprehensive about weighing daily. I sort of had a weird relationship with the scale that started with my parents. They used to weigh themselves all the time. So I was deathly afraid of the scale. It would literally ruin my day. She says, I was really nervous about weighing myself daily. And here she's referring to in the menopause weight loss course. That is one of the things I asked them to practice. Okay. I'm going to continue on with her quote but I did it. I weighed myself daily. And now the scale does not control me. I know it's going to go up and it's going to go down from day to day. And I'm just looking for the center line. It doesn't ruin my day anymore. And it doesn't control me. End quote. Can you imagine what it would be like to be able to step on the scale and not feel anxious to not have it dictate your mood? It is 100% possible with practice and a proper understanding of how to use the scale. So let's talk about how to best use the scale. Let's talk about frequency, first of all. My preferred frequency for weigh-ins is daily. If daily feels like too big of a leap, excuse me, I'm yawning. If daily feels like too big of a leap, three times per week is also doable. That can still give you a good amount of information. What I don't like is weekly weigh-ins or just random weigh-ins. It's hard to get a trend line with four data points in a month. So if you're weighing in every Saturday morning or every Friday morning, That's going to be four weigh-ins for an entire month. It's hard to chart, like, what does that trend really look like? It's a much clearer trend line that appears when you have 12 or 28 um, daily data points. The other reason that I don't like these, um, like, weekly type weigh-ins or just random weigh-ins is because of the big fluctuations that are there, and it can really freak a person out when they don't have a lot of data points to see these fluctuations. And it's really hard to understand um, what impacts your weight and why fluctuations happen and just to kind of get used to fluctuations if they're not happening very often. And the only way you can see those fluctuations happening is if you're weighing in three to seven times per week. Um, otherwise, it's really hard to normalize those fluctuations. I was speaking on our group coaching call in the menopause weight loss course last week, and one of the women was talking about how she had always done weekly weigh ins, even through most of the course. She decided after that call that she was going to move to three times per week weigh ins. And when we spoke again this morning, she saw on these three times per week weigh-ins that her weight had fluctuated 0.4 pounds and 0.8 pounds. And she was quite concerned with that because she saw it as a large variance. And she was stunned when I told her that those were actually modest fluctuations. 0.4 pounds, 0.8 pounds, that's nothing. Many, many times more often than not, the fluctuations are in full pounds, several pounds even, not just ounces. And that is important information for you to know. And you get to know these things by continued uh, frequent weigh-ins. Like I said, three times per week, minimum daily would be my preference. All right. Other important points as far as learning how to use the scale appropriately. Weigh in first thing in the morning after going to the bathroom before eating or drinking, no clothes on, and the reason for all this is that we're trying to standardize the weight as much as possible. So we're taking um, out of the mix, you know, changes in how much stomach content you had and um, the weight of your clothing. Next up, you're going to compare your weights month to month, not week to week, definitely not day to day. You're going to look for big trends an app, um, there's a free app called Weight Gurus that can chart your trend line. I really like it. It's great to be able to see the trend line. And what you'll notice as you have more and more data points is that though the individual points all over, um, they're just all over the place, the trend line, if you're losing weight, is going to be generally down. That's what we're looking for. And so an app like that can help with that. Next thing it's important to know when we're talking about using scale appropriately is what is a good average rate of weight loss progress because if you think it's a, if you think it's a certain number and you're not getting anywhere near that number it can be discouraging and in reality you might be just fine it is not as large as you might think the average good progress rate is half a pound to 2 pounds per week and if you think about that that end range half a pound per week that's 2 pounds in a month I want you to remember that when you're trying to gauge whether your progress is good or whether it's slow. Um, many times people wrongly think that they're having slow progress and really they're making fantastic progress. And this brings me to another important point. Just using the scale alone is kind of, it's not the best way to measure your progress. It is way more effective to look at your progress as um, not just the scale, but the scale plus progress progress. Pictures Side-by-side progress pictures, plus circumference measurements, plus noting the fit of your clothes. All of that together can give you a really good picture of what is happening um, with your fat loss versus just using the scale. Now, the last part about this that I want to talk about is the idea that you'll need to practice approaching these daily weigh-ins or these three times a week weigh-ins as just data. You will, in the beginning, likely still have those moments where it just feels like a dagger to your heart. If the scale doesn't say that the thing you want it to say, talk back to that mean girl voice. Talk back to the voice that's telling you that something's wrong, that you didn't do it well enough, that you're not making good enough progress. I want you to talk to that part. Talk back to yourself like it's your best friend. Come up with some mantras that help you to work on moderating your emotion around the scale. Things like, I don't base my mood on a scale. I don't decide what I will and won't eat based on the scale. I'm just practicing. It's just data. This is not going to come naturally to you and it's going to take time. But just like how Lauren shared that after six months, she has a completely different relationship with the scale. You can be the person who's in a completely different place with the scale after just a few months, it's going to take practice. So think about this as a practice and go for it. I hope that this has helped to give you some food for thought about the use of the scale in your weight loss journey or in in your weight maintenance journey or in your muscle building journey. It's a great tool for all of those. Let me know. You can message me via email, kim at kimschluckfitness.com. Or um DM me on Instagram and let me know how things are going with the scale if you decide to make this shift um, to weighing in this way. All right, thanks for being here. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational organizational. If you did find value in this episode today, it would mean a great deal to me if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to this episode on. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks so much for being here.